What is up guys? Welcome back to Life From There's Hope you guys are doing well today. We've been talking a lot about investing in watches and whether or not you can actually make passive income from owning and, um, and wearing uh, watches. Uh, we've done a couple of videos describing how we think you should approach investing in watches and also we looked at some of the returns of some watches that you can possibly buy. Um, we did a video where we discussed um, the real return on um, Rolex watches. What we thought we would do was we would look at another brand which is very popular within the collector's world and that is Omega. We thought we would look at some of the popular um, models that they um, have in their line and look at the actual return on some of these watches according to um, Chrono24. Um, just to recap, you know, Rolex watches, the real conclusion was over a longer time, time horizon, which is basically what we think investing in watches really is, it's a longer um, time horizon investment, you actually can make a, a little bit of passive income um, from, from, from watches, especially from Rolex watches. Whether that applies to Omega watches, we will see today. If you are new to the channel, be sure to subscribe to the, hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell icon so that you're notified when we're upload. Also, please, if you wouldn't mind smashing that like, uh, the like button for us, for the YouTube algorithm, it really does help us out. So when you think about Omega, I think of really like two or three watches um, that come to mind that are really, really popular from the modern side of things when it comes to Omega. Vintage Omega, I think is something different and is a completely different niche when it comes to investing in watches. Um, so what I'm actually going to look at is the three watches that come to mind. Um, you probably have them in your head already and look at the return according to Chrono24. Chrono24 basically has this feature on um, these references that you can actually see um, the uh, price changes over, the, over a course of a specific amount of years to see how the prices have actually increased. Uh, a quick note about the, the numbers that I'm going to be talking about. This does not adjust for inflation. These are, I think, raw numbers that are not adjusted for that. And the way that Chrono24 actually calculates these is based on list price and sell uh, the sale price of these watches during each of these kind of time, time horizons. So uh, quick caveat there. So obviously the first watch that, that comes to mind is going to be the Omega Speedmaster. Um, the Omega Speedmaster is obviously a cult favorite when it comes to um, collectors. And so I thought I would take a look at the 861, uh, the Omega Speedmaster Caliber 861. Um, this one is obviously a very, very popular piece within the collector's world. Um, so back in uh, Chrono24 tracks, um, the price of Omega Speedmasters back to 2009. And uh, the price in 2009 was 2,300 US dollars. Um, today, that um, that same chart has this Omega Speedmaster um, at, uh, at a price of $6,500. So you're looking at a $4,200 change um, between 2009 and 2020, uh, 2021. So you're looking at about $350 each year that that has grown if you, um, if you look at it, you know, split it out by, by each year. This means that the total return on investment if you bought an Omega Speedmaster in 2009 was 182%. If you split that evenly out between the 12 years that were that it has um, has grown in, you're looking at about 15% uh, year over year, uh, year 15% uh, per year. Um, which, when you compare it to something to another investment that you could possibly put your money into, a 15% return each year is actually not bad. If you compare that to the S&P 500 or Dow Jones that um, averages about a 7%, 7 or 8% return each year, you're looking at almost double that. So a fairly good place to put your money. 
whether or not that's that trend is going to continue uh, into the future, 15% every single year going forward, that's another story. And I think that is kind of, you know, that's where it becomes a little bit more speculative. Um, so uh, I'm really just looking at historically what these have uh, returned. So that's the first watch. The second watch I thought I would look at is another uh, favorite, and that's the Omega Seamaster 300. Um, this is, I'm going to be using the caliber 2541.80. Um, this is a very classic Omega C, uh, Seamaster. I think some people call this the Bond Seamaster as well, um, because I think in some of the, the um, more recent ones, he, he uh, James Bond has worn this piece. Uh, Chrono 24 tracks data back to 2010, and this watch was actually around a thousand US dollars. Fast forward to 2021, this watch is now priced at 2,300 according to Chrono24. So you're looking at a change of about $1,300 over a period of 11 years. So that's about $118 each year. Um, it comes out to be 130% return over uh, 11 years, which is about 13%. So you're still looking at fairly good returns compared to an investment in the S&P 500 or something, or something like that. So another, favored by by collectors and um, really shows uh, what, what can really um, happen. The third one I want to look at is a, a, a little bit of a different one. Um, this is the last one I'm actually going to look at and I hope this kind of gives you an idea of kind of how you can approach uh, investing in watches um, and what you what you can maybe hypothesize with things going forward. So the third watch I wanted to look at is the Omega C uh, Seamaster Planet Ocean 600 meters. I'm going to be looking at the caliber 215.3.4.2.3. It goes on, but it's the caliber 215, or the, the reference 215.30.40.20.03.001. So uh, you'll see a picture of it and you'll you'll recognize it. Chrono24 actually tracks data for this watch from 2016, which is really when it was released. And um, the price in 2016 was 5,100 US dollars. So you're looking at a shorter um, time horizon here. In 2021, this watch was priced at about 5,800 US dollars. You're only looking at about a change of $700 in this five, uh, five year period. This comes out to be about a 13, uh, if we round up, is 13.73, but we'll round up to 14% return over that five year period. If you split that out evenly, you're looking at about $140 that you would make each year and about 2.75% each year. Compare, if you compare that to the Omega Speedmaster and Omega Seamaster, this obviously is, is a much smaller return uh, each year um, comparatively. I do find that this to, this to be kind of an interesting point if you look at it from a percent, percentage perspective. I think one thing that's really important about investing in, in watches is whether or not this, this reference is still in production. Um, this reference is still considered a fairly recent iteration of this, and so there hasn't been you know, new models that have come out that have kind of taken its place and, and really made this reference a lot more rare and kind of seen, uh, shown, kind of moved the, the price of this piece uh, up. And so um, if you look at it from a purely a percentage perspective, this really isn't that great of a return. You know, 14% over five years, that's 
a fairly bad return on investment uh, just in general, um, you know, compared to any type of asset class, I think. So 13, you know, 14% is, is, is kind of bad. But if you actually look at this um, from how much money you would make each year, $140 is actually not bad. That's actually better than the Omega Seamaster 300's return every single year if you split out the um, if you split out the change in price evenly by, by each year. Um, just to, to remind you, the Omega Seamaster 300 was at $119 every year if you split it out evenly. The Omega Seamaster Planet Ocean, you're looking at $140. So from that perspective, it's not actually that bad. I think what could happen with this piece, maybe it's discontinued, they come up with a new iteration of this. It's very different than, than this version of the, the Planet Ocean. Um, and so that makes it a little bit more rare. But again, that's all about speculation and figuring out when things are going to happen. So um, I thought that was an interesting kind of example to, to look at. I hope you guys enjoyed looking at three of these pieces that and, and looking at the return on investment that you can get from investing in Omega watches. I think Omega, very similar to Rolex, is a cult favorite. The, the brand has a lot of equity, and so uh, people are going to be always going to go for, for Omega watches because of um, because they are so, um, so popular and um, well known by collectors. Um, again, this is looking historically, this is not investment advice. Uh, I don't in, uh, suggest going and investing in Omega watches. Um, this is purely just looking at what the return on investment has been uh, historically. If you haven't seen our video where we discussed the return on investment for um, Rolex watches, be sure to check that out. It'll probably be in the suggested videos, but we also will have, we have an investing in watches playlist that you can check out if you are interested in seeing some of our other videos. If you did not do it in the beginning of the video, be sure to smash the like button for us. For the YouTube algorithm, it gets these videos to more watch enthusiasts, and hopefully we can share our passion for watches with more people. So if you wouldn't mind gently smashing that like button for us, it really does help us out. Also, if you are new to the channel, be sure to hit the subscribe button. If you like watches, you might as well. And turn on the, the bell icon uh, so you're notified when we upload. And with this said, guys, thank you so much for watching and until next time.